you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome inside Good Morning Football live from London. We are presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky, and that is the River Thames. We are live from our set just beneath the Tower Bridge. And uh, incredible action in this town so far as we kick off the NFL's international series. That is the Shard. Shard. It is a building that we drove by yesterday. It's stunning. It's so unique. It has penthouses and restaurants and offices. And I, there is a tourist part of it where you can go all the way to the top. Would you do that? Yeah, absolutely. You I would? Mean, absolutely. No, I would not yeah. go up there. Nope. It's Thursday, September 29th. I'm Jamie Erdahl. Kyle Brandt, Peter hey. Schrager, and uh, Super Bowl champion to my left, Jason McCourty. Uh, you would really go up there. You're not afraid of heights? Not- no, 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 no. no I'm, I'm into it. it, it, it I'm, I'm unapologetically ready to do that. If you want to go, I'm, I'm there. I'm good. I'm really good. Yep. What, what has been your favorite <laughs> thing that you've done so far this week? I like the double-decker bus tour. Yeah. We went around. We saw the shard. We saw where William Wallace was executed from Braveheart. That kind of did it for me. What about yeah. you? <laughs> They're like, this dude was hanging quartered here. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, picture. Sweet. We saw, we saw, Freedom. We saw a pub, and frankly, I should have run over and stopped. Well, a few things we saw that I wanted to stop for. A candy store pub that was Donuts. 300 oh, yeah. shop. Yeah. Three hundred year old pub. I think that's incredible. And the flower boxes outside of these pubs are so beautiful. Yeah, uh, Churchill's War Rooms. And then just walking around. Suddenly yeah. we got here and we just walked around, shot some stuff, just seeing all the people in live action. I, I, I enjoyed that. I like yeah. the Still no Nando's, though. Still no Nando's. Yeah. Peter, what is that? Chicky Nando's is a uh, amazing chicken slash... What was it? Portuguese Afro chicken? Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Peri Peri. Peri Peri chicken. Peri Peri. Well, I don't know what that don't means. I don't know what that means, guys. Peri-peri. We don't know what that means. Oh, no, no idea what I've been talking about it. I see a segment coming, and we are just going to be eating Chiqui Nando's on the set. Nom, nom, um, nom, until nom. then, it is time for the... <laughs> Leap lock. Are they open Sundays? If not, I'm out. <laughs> that is the question when you want chicken in America. All right. Uh, Cameron Wolf, you've been hanging with us all morning. Like I said, sir, you look absolutely fantastic. Uh, injuries, though, I really hate to ask about it, but I have to looking ahead to Thursday night football. Who's in? Who's out? Who do we have to keep an eye on? No, thank you. I'm actually jealous about the Nando's you guys have. But for here, there's good news do you know what uh, for the Miami is? Dolphins. <laughs> yes, I do. I've been to London, uh, so I have had some Nando's. It's very delicious. I definitely recommend it. Um, but for the football element today, good news for the Dolphins. Quarterback Tua Tungavailoa is expected to play today, as our insider uh, Tom Pelissero reported this morning. He's been dealing with a back injury. That's been the main injury he's had. Uh, he actually called Coach Mike McDaniel at 10.50 p.m. on Monday and told him, I'm going to do whatever it takes to play, and it looks like it worked. He's not quite 100%, but he was able to throw the ball well in their walkthrough Wednesday, I'm told. And he'll also have his top partner in Jalen Waddle, who was dealing with a groin injury. He is also expected to play. So the Dolphins will be close to full full strength going into this matchup against the Bengals. And that's great news for them. The Dolphins offense has been one of the biggest surprises or impressive surprises for the season so far. 
Tua ranks in the top two in QBR, QB rating, passing yards, and yards per attempt. We talked all offseason. He can't throw the ball downfield. Well, he's doing it so far this year to Tyreek, to Jalen Waddle, who both rank in the top three in receiving yards. And it's going to be a tough challenge for the Bengals' defense today to keep up with those speedsters and Tua throwing the ball to him. Man, I'm happy to hear that. I'm a huge Tua fan, so knowing he's going to be out there, a lot of them are going to be healthy. It's going to make for a great game on primetime. But, Cam, we've already heard a little bit of trash talk this week. What matchup should yeah. fans be paying attention <laughs> the most tonight? Who's the one that they should be looking for, John, after the play? Yeah, J. Mack, you know, we're talking to a DB and you. We got to go wide receiver DB. And we mentioned Tyreek Hill right there. He will see some Eli Apple tonight. And as you mentioned, there has been some trash talk. Tyreek Hill had a wrestling promo type uh, move into the camera after their win against the Bills last week, essentially saying, I'm coming for you, Eli. The cheetah is here. And if you remember back to last year, the AFC Championship game, there was a play right before the second the second quarter, right at the end of the second quarter, where Eli Apple made a tackle for, of Tyreek Hill before he scored in the end zone, threw him down on the ground, made it the stop, and the Bengals ended up coming back and winning and getting to the Super Bowl. Well, after that game, Eli Apple tweeted and called Tyreek a baby, and then also offered him and his teammate, McCole Hardman, Super Bowl tickets to watch them play. So Tyreek did not take kindly to that. And uh, Tua, earlier this week, was asked about that Eli Apple-Tyreek battle. He said, look, if Tyreek and Eli Apple are one-on-one, -on -one, trust me, I am throwing the ball to Tyreek. He is getting the ball. And so I don't think the Bengals will be playing a lot of one-on-one -on -one with Tyreek and Eli Apple. Jesse Bates, their top safety, will see a lot of that shade coverage there. But don't be surprised that there's a little fireworks there in the Tyreek Hill-Eli Apple battle today. Bates also told me he talked to Eli this week and said it's part of Eli's game to get into a receiver's head. But he told him, don't let it get, a, get us out of our communication and out of our chemistry. And so that's something to watch for you guys tonight. That's kind of a tricky balance to strike, to dish it, but then don't let it come back at you and then have it affect you coming into such a huge game this evening, Cameron. We appreciate you so much, Cam. Well, thank you. Time for Throwdown Thursday. Let's do it. Let's, do it. Let's stick with Thursday Night Football tonight on Prime Video and NFL Plus. Who gives us the crazier highlight tonight? Is it Tyreek Hill who says he's coming for Eli Apple? Or is it Jamar Chase, a name we haven't heard that much at this season? So much talk on what Tyreek and Eli Apple have in common in their history and what Tyreek wants to do. Let's not forget that Jamar Chase was one of the best rookies we've ever seen in all of football last year and has had incredible plays this season. He's been waiting for his national moment. The Bengals, they obviously had two losses to start the season. They played the Jets on a game that not many people watched because of the Bills-Dolphins game going on simultaneously. I think tonight's the Jamar Chase show. Okay. I think he gets going and I think he steps up his game. Remember last year, his best performances were in those playoff games when he went absolutely bonkers against the Raiders, the Titans, the Chiefs, and then the Rams. He had a big Super Bowl as well. I think Jamar Chase on national TV against a very game defensive backfield with Xavier Howard and, of course, all those different players that are going to be doing their coverages in that Lou Amaruno defense are going to be ready to go. But I'm going with Jamar Chase. Jamar's dad, Jimmy Chase, sat behind us at the Super Bowl, Kyle. This guy 
We talked for a long time. Jimmy was what, awesome. Jimmy awesome. only shows up in the big moments. I know Jimmy's going to be there tonight, and I've got Jamar putting on my show. Yeah, I'm not mm. mad at that. He's, he's made catch after catch last season. Cool. But I am going with Tyreek Hill. Speed kills, and he gets it done. One hand catches, hand the ball off to him. Whatever you need, just get the ball in Tyreek Hill's hands, and he is going to get it done. And I'm going with him because he's so electric. You never know where he's going to score from. It's not just catching a long 50-yard bomb where he runs by everybody. We've seen that already this season. We saw it the whole time he was in Kansas City. But you can just hand him the ball off on a reverse and just let him go to work. Yep. You can throw him a short slant pattern and just watch him go to work. You'll see right here in Kansas City, he's going against <laughs> the Dolphins, the team he's playing for now, but runs around the corner breaks a tackle, and he's in the end zone. And that's why he's so fun to me. When you turn that game on, you don't have to just watch him line up at the far wide or far left as a wide receiver. You can see him all over the field, and Mike McDaniel already has done a great job of that. He can make 18 different people miss, even his own teammates on the field, when he has reservations for six, and he's getting to the end zone, like you see right there. I'm going Tyreek Hill. Going Tyreek. Listen, uh, Jamar Chase might have 12 catches for 190 yards. He may have more highlights. The question is, we'll have the crazier highlight. And I'm putting the two fingers up like this. You know, Tyreek does this all the time. He's not supposed to do it back to the player. I think he will tonight. He might be flagged for it. And then what he saves for only very special occasions Uh is the deuces up, turnaround, backflip at the goal line. We're getting that tonight. This one is not just business. I think this one is personal. Jamar Chase will be Jamar Chase. And I love Jimmy Chase, Peter. I like Sandy Mack as well. We uh, like Cleo the father Mack's father. Cleo, yeah. We like the dads. But I think that Tyreek Hill will do a backflip into the end zone and a personal foul deuces. It's all You empty the bag if you're Tyreek for this yeah, one against the Eli Apple. I think it's going to be Tyreek. That's exactly where I'm going. You, 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 you talk a big game like that. You pretend it. like you didn't. we weren't going to play on Thursday night. You pretend like you didn't know <laughs> who you were going to play. And then all of a sudden it just comes to you so quickly that like, oh, yeah, that's an Eli Apple game. Yeah. No, 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 no. Tyreek. Tyreek Hill had this game circled like he had that tweet favorited logged. Like, mm-hmm. sir, I know exactly what you just tried to do to me. You tried to make me look like a fool in the offseason, and he was having none of it. Tyreek Hill, he will have the highlight, I think, because Eli Apple might just break defense and be like, I'm just going to trail this guy. It's like, they're going to be in zone coverage, and Eli Apple is just going to be like, nope, I'm just going to chase this guy around. I'm like, It's going to just go horribly, but like, it's, it's what we all want to see. No doubt about it. Absolutely. I love that. All right, finally, we have been having this debate behind the scenes yeah. this week in London. We've been having lots of debates, so this is going to be curious. Which country has created better pop music? Mm. England or the United States? Yeah. Jason and I pretty much are going to sit back and watch the music aficionados <laughs> just tee it up yeah. here. Okay, what's the answer here, Peter? All right, historically, I mean, you're talking about the Beatles and the Stones and Zeppelin and the Who and all that. That's fine. I'm talking about right now, and I turn on the radio... Harry Styles has the number one song in the country. Dua Lipa is on every single song that you can hear. Ed Sheeran shows up. and I think we're getting our butts walloped by the Brits when it comes to pop music. Uh, Harry Styles is the biggest superstar in America. Guy came from here. Yeah. Ed Sheeran, we love, came from here. Stormzy. Oh, yeah. Stormzy. Stormzy. Do you guys know Stormzy? No. Nope. Oh, yeah, they do. They do. They do. Yeah. Stormzy! <laughs> I've got Britain beating the States, and I know that's sacrilegious. Wow. Um, Kyle, what do you got? Jason, you want to get in? Why not? You know, I went back and forth on this, and I was like, you know what? 
What put it over the top for me was Blur. And I know Blur, Oasis, and I'm kind of an expert on this Britain pop music. And it was just like, Blur. But what, what was the song that did it for you? I know you guys are all like, oh, it was probably song two. That yeah, sure. Track two. It wasn't song two. It was Coffee and TV. That little milk carton <laughs> just walking around Deep the video. Cut. Finding love, the little pink milk carton, and then it just getting squashed, mm-hmm. and then the milk carton is just walking around, terrible life. That music video, that song, that's the one that did it for me. I'm going with Blur, Deep blur. Cut. Deep blur Oasis. Cut. You would never it's guess. Unbelievable. I'm the guy that knows it all. I don't know Blur. Uh, you know, know that blur? song. You know song two. I saw it on YouTube this morning. Okay, that's good. Jason, that was so well researched. Okay, so Britain. Britain? Yes. Okay. Um, you, you skipped right over. You went from the Beatles to Ed Sheeran. Nowhere in the middle did you want to acknowledge Michael Jackson, yeah, yeah. Britney Spears. And I know that, like, oh, if they're... Are you trying to... You're already negating my argument. As a, yeah, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. You'll see. like a Britney no. fan. I'm absolutely a yeah. Britney fan. Like, you just name them off. And I know, like, uh, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Like, I do believe that our pop stars in the States have completely ripped from the headlines the success of the British pop stars. But just the question is, whose music is better? I'm going to go with the States, and like, I'm going to do it. America! Okay. America! There you go. They love American pop. Uh, it's a great question. And I want to keep the focus on pop. I don't yes. consider Led Zeppelin it. That's rock, okay? So here's the deal. I think what we happen is, let's go back to the late 50s to 60s. We got two juggernauts. We got Elvis, we got the Beatles. I think the Beatles come out with a lead in that one. With respect to the King, I think they get in a lead. Now, here's the problem. In the 70s, pop. Then you got Elton John. Then you got the Bee Gees. And American is doing great rock, but I think that the United Kingdom opens up a huge lead. They really do. Like, almost a 28-3 to 3 lead. <laughs> This is, my where Kyle, this is where Kyle lives. And then, my friends, the 1980s. While I respect the British pop of the 80s, you can name Duran Duran and George Michael. Then we start churning out homegrown Hall of Famers. Michael Jackson Ooh. from Gary, Indiana. Prince from Minnesota. Madonna, who thinks she's British, she's from Michigan. <laughs> Whitney Houston, Newark, New Jersey. Billy Joel, Peter from? Oh, Billy Joel is from Cold Spring Harbor, Long Island. Cold Spring Harbor, Long Island. I think we have staged a massive 28-3 comeback, and we're going to roll it right into the 90s when we're going to do the Mariah. We're going to get into Britney and Justin and just keep on rolling. Peter, you named some contemporary British pop artists, which I respect. You did not name... Beyonce, you did not name halftime performer Rihanna, who's about to start a new era of her career. We could keep going and going. I'm sorry? You can throw Usher in there, too. Usher. We could go a lot of people. I think we were down, like we have been many times to the United Kingdom. And you know what? We turned things around, and we had a snare drum. Except the snare drum was Billie Jean, and I think we made a comeback. Hall of Famers, we're hanging a banner right now. U.S., in the lead. Okay. I very good about that. Breakdown. That was an amazing breakdown. That was breakdown. incredible. Love that, it. Man, you just, you know what? People, we, we prepare for a lot of segments. You were able to just do that right off the top but of your Kyle, head. Kyle. Yeah. And I ran. I, I ran, ran so, so it's, but You're going to go to the flock? I got to say. I like the flock. I like the police. <laughs> I'm telling you. British pop in the 80s was amazing. But I honestly think they're outpunched by Michael Jackson, Madonna, and Prince. Like, that's that's a big, big three there. As much as I love Kaja Gugu or whoever the hell that is. I love Kaja Gugu. I love Spandau Ballet. I love all of them. I love Human League. What about Bananarama? I love Boy George. 
I don't really want to hurt him at all. I'm just, I'm trying to help him here, guys. I love it. Is this a People football like show? The boy George. Ha. Is it a music show? What are we doing here? Let's get back Rihanna's to football. Rihanna's playing halftime. Yeah, you're right. That's right. That's true. All right, yes. coming up, there will be two Minnesota legends on this stage. Yes, um, I'm going to call myself a legend, apparently. Myself and a six-time Pro Bowler, Steve Jordan. Man, someone else should have read that. I would think I would read that or anybody else, but Jamie, I don't mind it. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Back on Good Morning Football live from London. Stacey Dills has been with us all week. She's covering both teams. And this is really important tweet to see. Surprisingly, no Jameis Winston at the open portion of Saints practice. The expectation for both Winston and head coach Dennis Allen was that he would be practicing today. He missed yesterday. It was supposed to be just a rest day, which is normal procedure on Wednesday. But now Andy Dalton once again takes the first team reps. Taysom Hill is taking the second team reps. Jarvis Landry was practicing. Michael Thomas was not. That is not good news from Stacey Dills. Uh, but that is part of the open practice for the Saints, who are already in London. Play action, Hank. And it flips it for the touchdown. Yeah. One of those you bet plays, Hank, with Steve Jordan. Salisbury looking left all the way. Goes for Steve Jordan. Caught touchdown. First and goal, Minnesota. Bootleg, Salisbury rolls right, throws, it's caught inside the five. Jordan surging to the goal line. He's in for the touchdown. I'm excited to announce our next guest who went to six Pro Bowls, a Vikings legend. His son also plays for the New Orleans Saints, but he is here with us. Welcome in, Steve Jordan. What up, Steve? Before we get started, though, I know you're here. Everybody talks about Cam, but you also have a son-in-law who is playing overseas as well. Can you tell yes. us more about that? Yeah, my son-in-law is Kasim Edabali, and he is a uh, edge rusher. Uh, we we got in touch with him at the Saints because he actually is a great story. Grew up in Hamburg, Germany. Mm-hmm. Came to the states. Went to Boston College. Uh, went to the combine. Didn't get drafted. Came to the Saints as a, as a free agent and played there for three years, and, and then played another couple of years after that. Uh, he's now back playing in the ELF, the European League of Football, wow. and uh, and that is uh, the, with the C, uh, the Hamburg Sea Devils, which is he's cool. originally from Hamburg. Wow. So, uh, and they just played their Super Bowl, their championship game in um, Klagenfurt, Austria. I want to get that right. I want to get that right. Nailed it. And, 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 and oh, by the way, no, they unfortunately lost, oh. but they played against the Vienna Vikings. Oh. The Vikings. And, 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 they had, and they had the whole symbol Amazing. and the purple like and gold. That. And it was, yeah, it was, it was I'm, awesome. I'm going to stick right with the Vikings. Your third all time there, Randy Moss, Chris Carter, the guys in front of you, some right. other <laughs> legends. But when you right. look back on those playing days, what do you remember most? Oh, gosh. I mean, just just so many good times, you know, great competition. Uh, we've had just some really great players go through there. Unfortunately, we never could get our shot yeah. at going to the Super Bowl. We did go to the NFC uh, uh, championship game. Uh, that, that's when we played uh, against, uh, you know, 
that was uh, the Washington Redskins. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Doug Williams was hot, sure. yes. and he took it on, and they yeah, beat Denver you beat in the Joe Super Bowl. Joe Montana, that's all I remember. That, 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 that is correct. Yeah, we, that was go. a great run. We actually went through the Saints on that one, too, you yeah. know, on that run. So, yeah, we had some really – it was just, you know, again, a lot of great guys that I, and a lot of good coaches. Yeah. Uh, Minneapolis uh, is a wonderful, wonderful place to uh, Let's go. get to go. You know? um, yeah. I, I feel we have so many cool people on this show when we're back in New York, when we're on this show here in London, but – I feel so cool to be standing next to you right now. My God, I love the Minnesota Vikings. As a native, the state, you just mentioned what the fans have meant. But you're on this list with incredible names, but there's also some pretty good names on the team right now. What do you make of a Justin Jefferson and an Adam Thielen and the kind of wide receivers that they are? Right. No, I love that. I love that. Some great talent there. Plus, Adam being a local, you know, yeah. in terms yeah. of, you know, Minnesota kid and all that. Um, they've got some great talent. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, 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 I'm loving all of that. Frankly, you know, those guys have just taken off. You know, Adam has, has been a veteran now, but, you know, Justin just hit it by storm, mm-hmm. and it's been going at it. And I, I just I see his upside just continuing to go on and on. And the challenge when you were with the Vikings was how many quarterbacks did you play with? Uh, well, I had nine. Nine <laughs> quarterbacks. Years, you know how hard that is? And you still ended up on that list. That's incredible. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, good for you. Well, on the quarterbacks, what's the state of the nation on this gentleman? Kirk Cousins, a lot of opinions nationally right. about him as, as a real Vikings man. Right. How do you feel? about the state of Kirk Cousins right now? You know, I, I like him. You know, I, I tell you, I, I think he's resilient. Yeah. You know, when you think about it, he's a guy, go back before the Vikings, right? He's a guy that basically bet on himself. Mm-hmm. And he said, hey, you know what? I'm going to go through these contract negotiations or not mm-hmm. and just get through it, get through to the free agency and make it happen. And then he gets there and people are expecting more because of the pay and all of that. I get it. But at the same time, you look at it, he's still hanging in there. He's still winning games. Mm-hmm. So, no, he is. He, he's got a very big one going up this weekend. So does Cam Jordan. So Cam Jordan of the New Orleans Saints. Listen, we've had him on the show so many times, maybe more than any other guest. He's always everybody's first pick for the media star in waiting. Like, we've known that for years, that Cam Jordan will blow it up whenever he wants to stop. Being that his personality is so big, what was Cam like growing up? Was he a cute little guy? Was he a pain in the butt? Like, what was he like? (laughs) A little bit of a pain in the butt. Yeah, I bet. Uh, You know, very active, you know, uh, that kind of thing. And we just had to channel him in the right direction. You know, it's interesting that, uh, you know, we had some great teachers growing up. When he grew up in Minnesota, we would tell him, hey, you know what? He's a smart kid. He's going to be fine, but he's going to be very active. No need to label him AHD or anything like that. Just let him, you know, he'll do the work. And if he needs to do cartwheels in the back of the room to burn that energy, please let him do that. He's not going to bother anybody, right? Yeah, right there. Yeah, and and that's what we did. And and the teachers worked with us, and he was just, he was great going through that. And then then we moved to Arizona, and then he ended up going to high school in in China. Handler and that sort of thing. And uh, and then he really became, he used to be a, kind of a goofy kid, to sure. be honest. Uh, and then all of a sudden, he kind of started coming into his own in high school and, and really getting very athletic, and and, uh, and then things really took off for him. On a serious note with Cam, because you were talking about how the Super Bowl evaded your career. Six Pro Bowls, but never got to the big one. Here's Cam, he's in his 30s, they got close a few times. Mm-hmm. How much does that burn on him as well? Now we got this family thing of like one of us, you know, let's go. But in all honesty, yeah. right. how much does he burn to get to that big end? No, he wants it badly. He wants it. I mean, he wants it in a big way. And 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 again, he's just trying to do what he can with the team and try to help bring the young guys along. I, I love the fact that he's been a great mentor to a lot of the younger guys. You know, certainly like a Marcus Davenport and others who have come in the game. And uh, and he's just kind of shepherded that defense a bit. You know, so I, I love what he's doing there. And again, trying to help even with the offense to get those guys mm-hmm. going. Because, like I said, at the end of the day, he wants that Super Bowl ring before he gets out of this game, and and it's coming soon at some point. Kyle mentioned we've had so much fun with Cam Jordan over the years. We've also had fun looking at his different 
headshots. Oh my gosh. And this guy, oh, yeah. as you've got a great look going on. Yeah, this guy looks yeah. 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 This is in Germany? Yes, yes, yes. That's what it's all about. It comes to transformation. Almost a pirate thing. <laughs> As a dad, though, you see these pictures come out and you're like, you're good with right. it. You're like, this is who he is. Like, what are your yeah. thoughts here? No, Thought I, bubble, I, pop it. Yeah, I, I love it. You know, he's just. You know, he's always been the guy that's like, hey, he doesn't take himself too seriously, mm-hmm. as you saw by the, yeah. with the mustache and the mm-hmm. curled mustache. And he just has fun with it. And frankly, I'm taking a little bit of his page Great. right now. You know, this was my COVID afro that started. That's <laughs> true? Did, it is, totally. Called a co-fro. And then I, I, had, I had one of my job colleagues. She said, you know, it's a co-fro. I said, <laughs> run with it. Let's it go. Awesome. So, and then I just kept it going. And, it's, you know, again, I love the fact that Cam was like, hey, man, I just do what I do. And, I'm, and I told him. I the feeling that Steve could still go for like eight catches. Yeah. 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 Amazing. Yeah. Right right a bit of hand-eye coordination left. Two stylish men, Steve, Cam. Now we're across the pond. We know he's playing right now. You're a legend. Who gets more love over here? Who do the fans recognize more? You know, I, him for sure. You yeah. know, him for sure. I mean, I'm an old dude. You know, I've been, been around. Ironically, you know, I played in the first World Bowl back in 1983. We just had that on our yeah, trivia. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, St. Louis Cardinals. The then St. Louis Cardinals. Wow. Absolutely. Talked about yeah, that. yeah. I was, we, we played in that game. And that was my second year in the league. It was crazy back then coming over here because, you know, we didn't plan it like we like they do now. You know, you got right. a little more yeah. thought into it. We just yeah. we came over. I mean, I was so tired. We, we I, I fell asleep during stretching. <laughs> we went right on the God. field. We got into 7 in the morning, and we went right to the field, and I, oh, I wow. fell asleep. You know what combats that? Blue light. Ask her I heard that. Saints rookie wide receiver Chris Olave taking a, just a bit of a a break from your London preparation. Yeah. Where's your body at? Uh, it's feeling good. I mean, uh, a couple weeks here? in. I mean, it's a long rookie year, uh, <laughs> but I feel like I'm going good. I'm getting a lot of treatment, a lot of stretching, so I feel like I'm good. And ready. You're getting a lot of targets, obviously, and you should. Um, how have you adjusted so quickly to the the game, the NFL league? Uh, I feel like it was natural. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like my teammates helped me a lot get to this point, yeah. and uh, they just make it easier on me, uh, especially having Mike Jarvis, uh, having Jameis at quarterback, and AK and Mark in the backfield. I feel like they helped me a lot. Uh, uh, just help me keep pushing forward. Yeah, J- Jameis obviously is pushing through some injuries. Mm-hmm. How is the football coming out? Uh, understanding you guys want to clean collectively the turnovers up, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's good. He's good. Uh, yeah, you can see, you can tell he's dealing with an injury, but yeah. at the end of the day, he's a fighter, he's a competitor, and we all respect him, and uh, we all love him as a quarterback. So yeah. uh, I definitely respect him, and uh, I can't wait to see what he does throughout the year. You guys are one and two, but it, it doesn't feel like with the talent on this team you should be, mm-hmm. right? This roster is loaded offensively. Where is your wide receiver group, despite the injuries to Jarvis, obviously, and Michael? You know, where's your mindset and your confidence? Uh, confidence at an all-time high still, yeah. uh, no matter what. I feel like uh, you can't lose the confidence. Yeah. And uh, the mindset never changed. Uh, we're just competitors at the end of the day. Yeah. And a uh, rough start, but we're going to clean it up, and uh, we're taking it day by day just trying to get better. Uh, cliche question, how important is this win for you guys here in London and, and sort of a galvanizing week? Mm-hmm. It's just you guys sort of here all by yourselves, mm-hmm. tucked away, getting ready for the Minnesota Vikings? Uh, it's huge. It's a huge, uh, huge game for us uh, just to get back and, and reset. Uh, but we take it as, as one game. I mean, I mean, we lost uh, we lost two, one, one, but uh, we're just trying to get another one. Yeah. And like I said, we're taking it day by day, trying to get better, and we will be ready on Sunday. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. You go into your shower feeling tired. 
But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. All right, so time for Beneath the Surface, presented by Microsoft Surface. And we're going to focus on the Eagles, the undefeated Eagles. It's been an incredible start to their season, okay. but there's storylines mm-hmm. sprinkled in to their first three wins. We're going to we're going to walk you through them and why this week in particular, the chapter book just keeps turning. Week one, as we affectionately called it, it was the Deuce Staley Bowl. Deuce yep. Staley mm-hmm. is now coordinator with the Detroit Lions. And Deuce Staley played for seven seasons with the Eagles, and he would run touchdowns in the end zone. Deuce! He is affectionately known as Deuce everywhere he goes. But the Eagles, they go to Detroit. They ran out of Detroit with Motor City with a win. It was fantastic. Want to know they start. Week two, Monday Night Football. They host the Minnesota Vikings. Turn and don't listen to this. Vikings fan, don't listen to the story. It was not a pretty sight. But the connection there is Jalen Rager. Week before, he had gotten traded to the Vikings. He goes in absolutely shut down by the Eagles defense. And Jalen Hurts ran all over the Vikings in that game. 2-0 after week two. Week three, Carson Wentz with the Washington Commanders. He has bounced around quarterback for different teams, but now he's with the Commanders. 2017, he tears his ACL. The Eagles go on to win a Super Bowl, but he was a part of that team. He was a part of the fabric. He was affectionately known within the Eagles fan base until things started to not sure. go great with Philadelphia. So now he, uh, they go down, they win, they beat the Commanders. Well, we Eagles got week four. Week it's four. Storyline. Someone that has a statue in the city of brotherly love. It would be one Doug Peterson, and it would be Nick Foles running the Philly special. They don't get to see Doug Peterson too often except cemented in their city. And now the Jaguars, who are also on fire right now, are going to play the Eagles. Eagles unbeaten. 3-0, 3-0, going up against a Jaguars team. I am so fired up for this game. This, to me, was like Bill's Dolphins last week. Yes. I cannot wait. What do you guys think about this one? I mean, I'm fired up about Doug Peterson going bad. You say, hey, how are they going to welcome him? Cue the Neek Mill song, Nightmares and Dreams. Hold uh, up, wait a minute. Yes, that was a song during the Super Bowl. Philly was going insane. They're going to be cheering. They're going to welcome Doug Peterson with open arms. I love that story. You know, it's funny you say that. I, there was a storyline going on that, like, will they boo Peterson? Absolutely can't, not. can't. First of all, the Eagles are 3-0. So it's they were 0-3, and, and Peterson comes in, and he's you know, firing brimstone. But I think I go even deeper than that. Like, if Corey Clement ever wants to walk Talk into about Philadelphia, it, he will never have to buy a drink. If Trey Burton about ever it. wants to go to Philadelphia, he will never have to buy a drink. Nick Foles ever Nick wants Foles, to go into a film. It's always sunny in Philadelphia for all of these men, including yes. Doug Peterson. I feel like all of these guys are going to be legends forever in Philadelphia lore. And as much as we want to make this a revenge game or something, like... Doug was fired. The fans, fired. the fans aren't going to be like, oh, we don't like you that you left us. He would have been there if they kept him. He's no longer there. And really quick, can I shout out someone? Yeah, yeah. please do. Brian Johnson is the quarterback's coach in Philadelphia. He has known Jalen Hurts since he was an infant. He was with the University of Florida as their offensive coordinator two years ago. They hired, if you want to talk about a rising stock right now, this guy, 35 years old, former Utah quarterback, Brian Johnson is going to be an NFL head coach someday, and he is showing his stuff right now. With mm-hmm. the that's like a Schrager's ones to watch. That is like my he one will be a guy. Oh, that's incredible. I, I, meanwhile, we, we took the double-decker bus tour yesterday yes. all around London. 
We saw a lot of statues. We learned a lot. There, yes. There's an Abraham Lincoln statue here yes. in London. Not there's sitting a, standing. No, standing. And there's a George, George Washington, Washington statue. Something unique about it's it. It's incredible. Yeah, they said, tell the story, Jay. What George Washington said he would never step foot in this country. So they went to U.S., got some dirt, uh-huh. and they put it right underneath. Pretty cool. So he's still standing on soil. And the United States. It's incredible. Uh, standing it. on a big dub, too, George Washington. Ooh, um, but back yeah. to statues. Uh, Doug Peterson has one. We just showed it. <laughs> I, 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 would you just dab? Yes, he did. Yeah. Peterson did an American Revolution dab. That was for Washington. You know, you show up in those bright red coats. They kind of stick out. Never mind. Um, anyway, I'm, Eagles fan guy. Like, <laughs> there we go. We, I've been doing this all week. It's kind of gassy now. Can I talk about the Eagles and the Jaguars? Yeah, I'm trying to. I, the reason I'm bringing up the statue thing what is more about what Peter's talking about. Yeah. is that this is an icon who's coming back. Mm-hmm. And, and, and listen, Allen Iverson doesn't have a statue in Philadelphia. Yeah. Andy Reid certainly doesn't. Uh, the Broad Street Bullies, you can go, Holland Oates, Will Smith. They, Clark doesn't have one? Though. No, I, I, I don't, maybe one. he does. We'll call me on that. But my point is, is that Clark. Doug Peterson is there. And we were all like, I remember, what, it reminds me of when Russ was going back to Seattle. And we're like, oh, they'll cheer for him. They didn't cheer for him at all. But I think some different circumstances. I think. I mean, the exit was a little ugly with Doug. But, guys, you're Philadelphia. He won you a Super Bowl. Do you think? Yeah, I don't know. I think you think George Washington did the gritty over the British? No, I'm just just stopping here. I think 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 Eagles fans are (laughs) physically incapable of clapping for somebody. Doug Peterson, no matter how that ended in Philadelphia, I think he's in the right spot. I think he has found himself a wonderful home in Jacksonville. He's exactly who Trevor Lawrence needed to have the season start. How do we feel about Doug Peterson? I like that. Yeah. 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 All right, cool. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. Um, because we've learned this much about um, British people while we're here. Like, they drive really, what we find to be really respectful. Totally. Yes. And patient. They don't and use the horn. They don't use the horn. horn. Yeah, people laugh this at us. This guy goes, really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this British guy. Yeah. You should compare them to ja- New York. Jamie's been here all of 72 hours, so. Yeah. Oh, I this is my observation. <laughs> yeah. I've been in the backseat of a van for about a, 70 of those 72 hours. How about the flip side of this. Are we ready for, for a 3-1 and one Jacksonville Jaguars team? Like, oh, yeah. they're, uh, one of the best teams in the league? If they, if they beat, I mean, the Eagles are one in the power rankings. Yes. If yep. Jacksonville wins this game, they're a top five team in the NFL right now? Jacksonville. Jaguars Jacksonville. play the Broncos over here in a few weeks, and if the Jags have a couple wins, like, you know they're the hometown team of London, yeah. the Jaguars. Like, this could be a thing, could be an international yeah. thing, and a lot of people behind me are like, are they? Yeah. It hasn't <laughs> been that way as of late, so it would be awesome. It would be yeah. awesome. So we, everybody drives politely and everybody loves the Jaguars. That's what, the we're, Jaguars. That, that's what we think. But they we're disagree. just stamping that on them. Like, this is what you are. This one Jaguars fan in two days. That was I know. I All right. Right. Who's 72? That's, that's, that's oh, man. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.